This is the Crypto Shakes. This is the leading podcast in Dubai and the UAE, where you, regardless of your skill level, will learn everything from cryptocurrencies to blockchain technologies. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, for a chance to get the full, the crypto shakes. Thank you so much. Thank you all for being here. Today, we're going to be talking about NFTs, DAOs, and how you build a community, both online and offline, uh, in the metaverse. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's perfect after Jordan Belfort. He's been talking a lot about his exposure in the NFT space, how, he, how to get started. I think what we wanted to sort of get you guys on board with is, you know, how to really get deep in the space, how to really understand NFTs, DAOs, and how critical it is to build a community uh, if you ever want to launch a project in the NFT space. All right, let's get cracking. So, the metaverse, what is the metaverse, and what is NFTs, and what's all these things that, you know, is, is happening to us right now? We saw Nike recently acquiring Artifact, which is a, a huge brand within the, within the metaverse. Uh, we're seeing non-fungible tokens literally, you know, just taking off. Jordan has a punk on his Twitter, as he was telling you about. He owns own some board apes. We own some, some NFTs. And this space is just, you know, growing and growing. And, and, and Anas, maybe you can tell us, why is, this, why is this important? I think the NFT space really represents, I always say this, a, a new way for people to build businesses, right? It's not just about art. Some people are, are saying, oh, it could be a fad or whatever. But actually, I think what the NFT represents, and I always say this, it's like a new legal system, the blockchain system. NFTs are just, if you, if you buy a property, right? And you, and you, and, and you, and you get, a, you, normally you get a title deed with that. If you were to buy a property and not get that title deed with it, would that property have any value? Absolutely not, right? You need that title deed to give the property value so you can sell it. NFTs are doing the same thing for art right now. And in, in our view, that's what we'll, it'll be something that'll enable all kinds of assets to be bought in the future. Yeah, and as Jordan mentioned, there's more and more companies getting into the metaverse. As you saw, Facebook changed their name to Meta. Uh, Helicon NFT is in the metaverse. And, and we believe that the future of society and how we spend our time is going to be more and more in the metaverse rather than in the physical world. So that is why I think it's important for everyone to understand what's the implications for you, what's the implications for your business, and how can you take advantage of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So actually, let's talk about non-fungibility. So we hear NFTs all the time, and I don't think anybody here has really defined it. So I think one of the best ways to define anything is to use a visual example. So I guess everyone recognizes the lady on the picture, and if you don't, it's the Mona Lisa. Obviously. <laughs> so there's two ways of, of, of perceiving value. There's subjective value and there's objective value. Now, what's the difference? Subjective value is when I look at that painting, I might think it looks like shit. And as might think, it's the most beautiful painting in the whole world, and it's worth millions. That's a subjective value. But then we have something called objective value. So what's objective value? Anas. So, the US dollar. So I happen to have $200 bills in we my pocket. We have $200 pocket. bills here, right? If I exchange this $100 bill with Danos right now, they're exchangeable, right? So. That $100 bill doesn't buy any more than this $100 bill. What this is, is fungibility. Two assets that are interchangeable with one another. Now, if I were to take this $100 bill and exchange it, for example, for the Mona Lisa, 
That's not going to work out so well. That would be a bargain, by the way. Because, because, because the Mona Lisa isn't exchangeable with, 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 with this dollar. It's, it's non-fungible, right? It, it's, 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 it's got characteristics that, that make it limited in supply. It's a, a painting by a, a, a very famed painter, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, sorry. Da Vinci. Da Vinci. And so that, I just want to sort of cement this idea of non-fungibility. It is a characteristic that makes an asset non-changeable, interchangeable with another asset. Correct. All right. So now you understand what non-fungible means. Uh, now, maybe we can explain what a non-fungible token is. Well, effectively, it's a token. So at any, right, right now, the NFT market is very much being built on Ethereum and to some extent Solana and some other blockchains. Ethereum is like a world computer. It's, it's effectively like a platform. Imagine it whereby, you know, I, I like to talk about Ethereum in the sense of like a comparison to Apple. Apple and Apple has the Apple Store, right? And you can, you can launch a, an app on the Apple Store. But what's interesting about Ethereum is that it's decentralized. So anyone can build a project on the Ethereum blockchain, right? And what's being built right now are lo loads of NFTs because Ethereum enables smart contracts, right? That's what's fundamental right now to the, the creation of these tokens. What we're doing with NFTs, with non-fungible tokens, is we're taking an asset and we're tokenizing it so that it's digital, a digital representation of that asset. And because it's a token, it can be sent in the, in the form of a cryptocurrency to anybody on the blockchain. All right, so let's, let's talk about you know, the importance of online communities for NFTs in, in particular. Not yeah. just NFTs, but the metaverse as well. If, if you guys, if you, if you run an NFT project or if you want to be successful with NFTs or you have a metaverse project, you have to be on Twitter, at least for the moment. It might be that this changes in the wait, future. Wait, wait, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> All of you in this room, if you're not on Twitter, you are not taking the right step in the crypto space. You are not adequately embedded in what's happening in, in the crypto space. If you want to build a successful company in the crypto space, no matter what, you 100% need to be on Twitter. You also now need to be on Discord. Twitter is how, is, 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 crypto Twitter is very, very close, to, it sort of captures how, how the markets are moving on a daily basis. And, but, but the critical part is what we're going to be talking about later on, community building. In this new world that we're, that we're entering, the Web3 world that Jordan Belfort was talking about, the Web3 world is very much a world for the creator, the creator economy, right? And the creator economy is built on community building and, and, and the right communities. If you have a community, you can, you can sell your products, whatever it is, directly to your community and do very well. Yeah, so, so I know a lot of people are not comfortable with Twitter. A lot of people haven't even used Discord. And to be honest, it isn't the most user-friendly interfaces, but you have to get used to it if you want to be part of that online community. What I will say as well, if you're doing any research, so Jordan Belfort earlier talked about um, making your first step into the NFT space. Buy a small project or something like that. Don't just buy any project without doing some research. How do you do your research? Twitter. Jump on Twitter, look at the project. Does it have a Discord? Are people talking about it? Does it have a big enough community around it? These are the key characteristics that give any NFT significant value. Because 
It's through this large community that you get large numbers of buyers of those NFTs. And when you have large numbers of, of, of buyers, you have an increase in demand for a limited amount of supply. And that leads to an upward movement in the price of that NFT. All right. So, Anas, do you want to tell us a little bit about Cool Cats? So both of us, we, we are a big fan of the Cool Cats. Some of you, I don't know if you know about them. They're, like, they're, they're a so-called blue-chip NFT project along the lines of the Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, the Crypto Punks. The Cool Cats, their success is very much built on community building. They started from the ground up. So uh, Elon, I forgot his full name, but on Twitter is Elon something. He was a designer uh, for a long time. The Cool Cat team came together with him to create these designs. He was, he's been drawing these for ages. But what's amazing is that they built a community of close to 30, I think 60,000 uh, people on Discord, more than 60,000 people on, on Twitter. And through that community, this project has skyrocketed. So our NFT, uh, I think I'm currently listing it for 50 ETH, uh, because I think that's what it's worth. But many of them have been, have been sold for 100 ETH or more. But the f funny story here is that to many people, this cool cat looks like it's been drawn by a kid. And initially, when we were looking at the cool cats as an investment, I was showing them to Anas, I was saying that, you know, Mike Tyson just Yeah, Mike Tyson's one. a big owner of them. And, and he's a big proponent of NFTs. And it was funny because Anas was like, no, they look like shit, you know, why should we get into the, why should we get into the cool cats? So the, the amazing thing about NFTs is that it's not very often so much about the art. Sometimes it is, but many times it's about the community. It's about people having a belonging online, feeling that they're part of something. Now, now, there's, there's a lot more to this. So COVID has skyrocketed this, the importance of this. Because many of us were stuck in our own houses with, with, with nobody really to, to interact with, Twitter and Discord was a means for people to meet other people in a space and connect with them deeply. So a lot of NFT projects, and any project actually in the crypto space now, the, the, the community around them is what gives it value. Now, there's some additional characteristics I want to talk about with the cool cats, which is quite interesting. The cool cats are now also going to be, in, uh, be dropping tokens, right? Uh, funnily enough, it's going to be called milk, milk tokens. And this is very interesting because this centers on some legal issues that, you know, I'm not going to go into, into detail on it, but some of these NFTs now pay passive income. By holding an NFT, you can get paid money every, on a daily basis. So one of the projects that we got into, but we actually missed the key one, the genesis, was, was the CyberKongs, okay? The CyberKongs have a floor price now of close to 200 ETH. Why? Well, actually, they pay, they pay you in a, in a token called Banana. Now, you might ask you, oh, well, this sounds like a massive Ponzi scheme. Well, what's interesting now is these, these projects, they're taking their tokens so that they can build an infrastructure around them. So... CyberKongs, they're building a video game where these banana tokens can be used to purchase in-game items or participate in, in, in the broader community. Yeah, so, so one more thing is, NFTs is nothing different from Ethereum. Most NFTs are built on the Ethereum blockchain, and imagine you're holding an Ethereum token, but there's a picture attached to it. That's what an NFT essentially is. And the NFT space is evolving very fast, and as you can see from this page, you can now take loans based on your NFT as a collateral. So because it's all happening on the blockchain, it's verifiable, uh, you can trace the ownership, and, and, and you can actually 
free up cash and liquidity based on an NFT. So the beautiful thing about this is we're seeing the amalgamation, the, 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 the combination of decentralized finance and the NFT space, right? These are becoming like assets, so sort of like gold in a way where you can bring them into a platform and take out a loan against it. It's very interesting, and I think a lot more projects, as this space continues to grow, we're going to see a lot more projects like this being built, and I think it's very exciting. All right, so let's get into DAOs. Who in here knows what a DAO is? Can show of hands if you've heard this term, a DAO? Decentralized Autonomous Organization. All right, so a few so people. Danosh and I run a DAO now, we're called ArtsDAO, and... In my view, DAOs represent the company, the LLC 3.0. We're, we're, we're all comfortable with, with the old so, sort of com companies that have been sort of registered with, with um, you know, the, 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 the company's house in the UK or the, or the relevant government agencies here. These kinds of organizations or companies, they're built directly on the blockchain and they're decentralized, meaning people who ho hold the tokens can make decisions on behalf of that company. It's a very, very interesting innovation around uh, in, in the space, and it's a big part uh, around how the NFT market is also growing. All right, so, so smart contracts. We're not going to go into details more in-depth uh, on smart contracts, but Anas is a lawyer. Uh, they're doing actually a legal panel, panel uh, later yeah, on. Yeah, I'll be doing a legal panel tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, so, so smart contracts is, is quite interesting, and, and it underpins... It's the bedrock of how these DAOs are built. So let me, let me tell you guys a little bit more about how a DAO works, okay? So imagine we have a vending machine, okay? A vending machine which has Coke in it. Um, what does it need? It, it needs electricity to get the, the vending machine to work, but it also needs cash, right? You put, you put cash in the vending machine to buy your Coke. The cash then has to be withdrawn and put in the bank account. Now, this is a very labor-intensive process, right? We need somebody to bring the Coke to the vending machine when it's, when it's depleted. When electricity, electricity bills need to be paid, maybe that's a manual process in some regard, and the money, the cash that's stored in the, in the vending machine now also needs to be pulled out by somebody and physically brought into a bank. It's quite old school, if we think about it. In this new Web, web, web 3.0 kind of world, the DAO, if a DAO were to run as a vending machine, what would happen is you'd have smart contracts at every, at every level. So when Coke is out, let, let's forget about Coke now. Let's say the vending machine issues NFTs, okay? And those NFTs are, very, are really valuable because they have some kind of utility behind them. Whenever supply, let's say supply is out, it immediately interacts with the smart contract saying, we are out of X stock. The smart contract inter interacts with the supplier who then supplies it directly to the, the DAO. Because it's all digital, and we're, we're talking about digital goods here, that can be instantaneous. Electricity bills, if that needs to be paid, it's again, a signal is sent by the DAO to the relevant supplier. The supplier gets the, gets the information, it gets come back, and, and it continues. Finally, cash, because we're talking about crypto, it's Ethereum. It's not really relevant. No cash needs to be taken out and deposited in a bank. It's just automatic. And the DAO has an accounting system built on Ethereum that allows it to go automatic. So this, this is the key term here with autonomous. Yeah. It's a decentralized autonomous organization that runs on its own. 
And what's interesting is these organizations are changing the way organizations are being run. This is the future of how many organizations will be run in the future. The power from the top will be distributed to the members of that organization. So imagine, imagine you're having a board of directors that are making the executive decisions in the organization. Now, with a DAO, all the people that hold the token, the governance token, uh, so... If you look at all these, these companies These are here, example DAOs. They are all DAOs with governance tokens where the members of the DAO can vote on important decisions in the company. We have seen DAOs where the, where the, where the chief executive officers or the, or the CTO or the C-suite level people have, been, you know, have, have had to step out because people in the organization have voted them out. This actually happened this week. Anybody here know SushiSwap? Sushi Swap. So it's actually the logo up there in the right Sushi corner. Sushi Swap CTO resigned this week because the DAO members voted on a resolution against him. He was, he, he, on Twitter, he resigned. He had to go out because the DAO members, and what's funny is Sushi Token skyrocketed when he resigned. So it's also a very interesting disruption of the corporate C-suite in a way because if you're a C-suite member, you can't really hide behind the black box of the old corporate structure. DAOs require an element of publicity on the blockchain that maybe in some ways will uh, sort of encourage better behavior. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about communities and both me and us, we're the co-founders of ArtsDAO. So ArtsDAO is basically a, a DAO uh, for people interested in creating art uh, on, in the metaverse, obviously. Uh, but not just art, any type of metaverse project. So we, what, what, what we realized is the importance of community building is so important for any future organization that uh, is going to be present on the metaverse. So we try to not just create a community online. So we talked about Twitter, we talked about Discord, but it's equally important to create a community in the physical world. Yes. Because a lot of people, they still meet face to face, especially with Corona, they wanna meet, they, they, you know, as we spoke, you know, people wanna have uh, a large circle of friends with, with, that are like-minded, that have the same interest. So what we do is we bring collectors, we bring artists, we bring different projects together, we have sponsors, and this DAO, we envision that this will turn into an investment DAO where you can, as an investor, invest in fractionalized NFTs. And we haven't talked about fractionalized NFTs, but generally speaking, imagine CryptoPunks. A CryptoPunk costs $1 million. Not everyone can invest $1 million in a punk. Maybe Jordan can afford one, uh, but a lot of people would like to have exposure to it from an investment point of view. So what you do is, with fractional NFTs, you go together, you pull together funds, and you invest, then it's all on the blockchain, and all the voting happens within the DAO. Yeah, so this is a very important concept, actually, because um, DAOs, let me just talk a little bit more about DAOs here. DAOs aren't necessarily, you can have a DAO for anything. So I was interviewing a candidate the other day for our company, and he started a DAO to fund trips to uh, the Alps for skiing. Yeah. Remember, the key word in DAOs, organization. As long as you have a community of people who have a common interest, you can form a DAO to fund that interest, right? So in his case, 
The members of this DAO, there were just 15 people, they all supply an, an equal or, or different amount of ETH. This ETH is then used in the DAO to regularly and autonomously every year ensure there is a booking for them at the, in the Alps so they can ski. It's wonderful, right? It's wonderful that they have this, right? Now, there are other kinds of DAOs. You, you, can have, you have DAOs that are trying to address climate change right now. Klima DAO, right? So the DAO uh, is, is set up with sort of from a charitable perspective, right? Contributors and members vote on the, on the, on the charitable kind of direction of that DAO. Um, of course, you have the investment DAOs, right? Some of the most famous DAOs out here, and I also want to um, encourage all of you to get involved um, the best way to actually uh, get exposure is to jump on Twitter or jump on Discord and explore that DAO. So let's say Flamingo DAO or Pleaser DAO. There are loads of DAOs. Just look them up. Jump on the Discord. You'll be surprised at what you'll find out. You sit in that Discord. You'll connect with different people. And actually, this is also I want to talk another thing. Jobs. You think, you think the only job in crypto is being a trader or flipping NFTs or being a developer or being a Solidity developer? No. The companies in the Web3 world also need normal people who do everyday jobs, yeah. right? And DAOs are employing, we're employing, we're employing people <laughs> in, 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 right now. We're looking for people who can help us in, with community building. We're looking for people who can help us on the ground. All kinds of things. You, I know a couple of people who just sit in DAOs all day and they, and they freelance for a bunch of different DAOs. Mm. Doing maybe this job, doing a bit of web development, maybe doing a little bit of... Um, you know, there, there are all kinds of things that, that, that can be done. So I encourage everyone here, jump on Twitter, jump on Discord, explore this community. You'll be absolutely sort of blown away by what you might find, uh, what kind of jobs you might find as well in Web3. All right, so before we wrap up, just want to thank everyone. You've been such a great audience. Uh, if you want to follow us, we are on Instagram and all the social media accounts. We have a podcast called the Crypto Shakes underscore podcast which is on Instagram, uh, on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to find it. We also have an Instagram page called ArtsDAO, uh, which we, we use to share art. We, we post about our meetups, events. And if you want to get more involved, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, but before we finish off completely, I would like to open up for questions if anyone has any questions they would like to ask. Do you have a mic? Yeah, so where's the mic? Is there a mic? I think she has a question. Is there a mic? Anybody got a mic? No? No, there's no oh. mic. Okay. All right, just send us a DM, CryptoShakes underscore podcast or ArtStyle, and we'll sort you out. Let me just say a couple of things about ArtStyle. So firstly, we actually run one of the biggest NFT communities uh, in Dubai. Um, it's quite exclusive because we try to handpick the people who come into this community. The reason being is it's a community full of the top collectors, people who own punks, people who own you know, apes, blue chip projects, but also um, artists. We, the Arts DAO, what we do is we invest in a number of artists and art projects. And we're also sort of like a Y combinator, a launch pad, an accelerator for NFT projects. And we, we specifically try to build generative art, which is, which is the kind of art that has been created on, on, on Ethereum. So the punks, uh, art blocks, these blue chip projects, they're all generative art, meaning you generate them at the mint. When you're there minting it, nobody knows what the art looks like until you, you click mint, then it comes out. So we 
Every month we host an event and a meetup, and it's all of us are very, very sort of friendly with one another. We bring all the, 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 the collectors and the NFT artists together in a, in a common place. Recently we hosted at the Arts Club in uh, DIFC. And um, we're, we're building this community from the ground up. We want to expand it. And so I wanted to, to share this with all you guys. If you guys are, if any of you are big in the NFT space, or you're, 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 an, you're an NFT artist, and you know, you're, you're looking to get more exposure, or you're a traditional artist looking to launch your NFT, pla- uh, your, your, your generative project, feel free to come speak to us. We'd love to, uh, to, to have a chat, maybe buy a little bit of your work. Um, and yeah, I hope you guys ha- enjoyed uh, this session and found it informative. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you.